heavy metal the way it was meant to be. Classic 80s underground. On blogtalkradio.com, the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. With your host, Mike the Big Keys.
Welcome back to Heavy Metal Mayhem. In the beginning, there was rock and roll according to heaven. Great band out of Australia from back in the day. And I think I got my buddy Tommy on the line. I did I disconnect him? Tommy, you there? Uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you now. You know, I it's uh, I had the volume up in my end. Usually I can hear you in the background. Not a problem, bro. How you uh, doing? What's going on there? Nah, not a whole of a lot. <clears throat> not a hell of a lot? Not I a hell of a lot. I know. Not... That's the way you feel on a Sunday when you got to go back to work Monday, right? Uh, yeah, and I had to work yesterday. Well, I didn't have to work, but I worked. Well, I did have to work. It was my job. But, yeah, um, no. you know, and you know, just have that one day off, you know. But I know. I know. The weekends keep going know. quicker and quicker. I don't know. As you get older. And then, you know, it's still dark, you know, at 5 o'clock. I know. You know so maybe... Maybe when the springtime comes, ah, we're always complaining, right? Well, you can't help it. It's been a long, cold winter. We've got those dull drums going, but this week is supposed to be pretty good in New York. The high 40s and yeah, yeah. up into the 50s on Friday, so uh, a little taste of spring coming. Definitely. I can't yeah. wait. Enjoy that. I'll enjoy that. Definitely. Well, we got a great show tonight for everybody. I want to thank everybody for listening to all our new friends and a lot of our old. Uh, DK Raval and Billy Rowe from Jet Boy on the show tonight. But We had Billy on last year. With the rest of the guys in the band, there's been a little bit of a lineup change. Yeah. Uh, DK is a new singer for the band, so uh, we'll talk to them in about a half hour or so. And uh, we're going to get music on from now until then. But uh, it's going to be a good one today. And we've got a lot of great shows coming up. And uh, we got to add a couple of bands to the book tonight. We're opening up the book. Oh. We're going to throw, throw a few bands in there. Maybe we should do another song before we do that, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Only because I got to get my words right. I forgot them. I got I to write them down. Okay. All right, let me see what we'll do here. Uh, you know, well, this is something brand new. We don't do a lot of that on the show. There's a band called Dorian Gray. Uh, Mike Havoc, uh, he sent me stuff when I first started this show years ago. Uh, he had some solo stuff he was doing, and I played that. And uh, then a couple of years ago, he was in a band called, I believe, Point Zero, I want to say, or Zero Point. Uh, I should have looked it up first. But now he's in Dorian Gray. They had a couple of shows in the New Hampshire area last week, and they got a few more coming up with some pretty good bands. And this is a brand new project of his. I'm going to get him on the show in the spring. We're really backed up with interviews to like April. So uh, right after that, when I set up the next round, we're definitely going to have Mike Havoc on. And uh, let me get to see. He gave me a whole bunch of songs. Uh, one's better than the other. But uh, we'll do Lair of the White Worm. Sit back and relax. This is Dorian Gray.
started out that set with some Dorian Gray, a fantastic band. Keep your eye out right here for them. You can find them on MySpace and Facebook. And we closed it out with a little Evo, with the song Evo. That band was so great. I, I just I see a lot of posts on them on uh, MySpace these days. Yeah. So I guess they're getting ready to get active again. <clears throat> Unfortunately, to use a MySpace to do it, <laughs> it's kind of a dead medium right now. Well, you know what it is. Um, yeah, it's... Um Maybe, um, you know, you get a Reverb Nation page and then use it on Facebook would be better. Uh, that's what a lot of bands are doing. They're, they're starting right. that page. And, and and Facebook now, too, uh, for bands, they have like a new uh, music uh, page that they can make up. Oh, yeah? And it comes with a player on there. I've seen, uh, oh. that's, who was it? Um, I think it was the band I had on last week, uh, The Poodles. Oh. Uh, I went to their page, and there's like a player on top now, and then the rest of it looks like, you know, the old Facebook-type page. But right, right. at least you can put a player on that. I was thinking about starting one up for the show, but I'm like, ah, it's a pain in the ass trying to, you know, do a lot. I kind of use Facebook more for myself, and I just have, you know, BTR post the shows for me each week. But yeah, it ain't worth it. But I know Alex was on the line. Uh, Alex, I'm sorry you called him on a song. I couldn't uh, connect you there. But uh, if you call back later, I'll get you. He's probably out and can't get to the computer. Okay. All right, but you know what? We got a couple of bands we got to add to uh, the band book uh, this week, so we'll do that now and get it over it before I guess uh, uh, Billy Rowe with DK Val. Yeah, the black pages. I, I did a lot of interviews this week, and uh, two bands didn't call in, and one of them didn't do it twice, and that's actually like the fourth time one of them uh, oh screwed me God. over. So that band is Death Angel. I've been a big fan of these guys. Wow. Yeah, last year uh, Nuclear Assault Records contacted me, asked me to do an interview with the band. Yeah. Set everything up. They never called in. They gave wow. me the, the tour manager's number. I called the tour manager. He never returned any of my phone calls. Uh, then it happened again a day or two later when they tried to set it up again. Now, uh, three, four months later, somebody else I'm dealing with set up an interview. The band never called up. I called up the person that I deal with, you know, set up the interview. They yeah. contacted the tour manager. Oh, the band's sleeping. They're tired. Well, you know, the band's got responsibilities. If they set up an interview, they should honor it because... Even though it was pre-recorded, it could have as well been live, and people could have been listening, waiting for them. Yeah. So uh, they set up again the next day. The next day, they never called in again. So that's four times in a couple of months. So you will never hear Death Angel on the show again. And they go into the – well, actually, you're going to hear them one more time. They'll leave them for a theme show next week. But after that, you'll never hear them again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually crossed that song out. But you'll never hear Death Angel on the show again. They go into the band book. Another band is Echo Trend, who didn't – Coffee, but I'm glad because I don't even know anything about the guys I was doing that. Echo Trend, so. you say? Echo Trend. They're like a new band, but uh, Kenny probably knows who they are because he knows like everything about all these bands. But they didn't call in, but I'm not going to put them in the book because really it was just something that was done for something else. So, But Death Angel is definitely in the book, so how about we add them in now? Uh, they're going in. So let the name of Death Angel be stricken from every book and tablet. Stricken from every pylon and obelisk of heavy metal. Let the name of Death Angel be unheard and unspoken and erased from memory for all time. So let it be written. And let it be done. That's it. Death Angel is banned from the Heavy Metal Mayhem Radio Show. I still One like more band to the book. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I still like them, but they're banned from the radio show. They're banned from the. Yeah, I still like the music too, but as I as know, uh, that's a shame, you know, because they got, artists, it looks like they got a lot of nice promotion here on their yeah. site. But I guess you know what are you gonna do? That's I know. know I know. I will never, you know. They don't try realize to who they're effing with here. Yeah. Don't you yeah. realize? Don't you realize how? Why there was, I have to say this, Mike, don't you realize why there was a big eruption in, in Egypt this week? 
Why? Because that Mohammed, whatever his name is, he cut off the internet. So they couldn't hear your fucking show. That's they right. I didn't even realize done. that. We're at war with Egypt now, too. See? You see? <laughs> so they shut down the internet. They're not allowed to. So they went to Twitter, and they Twittered <laughs> each other because he, he wasn't smart enough to shut down the phones. And they said, no heavy metal mayhem. Out in Z, you know? That's it. That's more than that. I didn't even it. think of that. Yeah, yeah we could have did a whole theme around that. Yeah, I was trying to make <laughs> a joke out of it, and people just took it too seriously. And, you know. Oh, you're talking you're, about Facebook? Yeah, no, you know. Oh. Okay. And left and right, you know, oh, that, you know. I was trying to make it, like, you know, a little jokingly, you know, because, you know, it, it was trying to be a little serious. But some people, they get too crazy, you know, on both ends. Yeah, yeah, I know. One, one of them is a little immature, so I understand. And then the other one, so, you know, he's a little immature, too. But not <laughs> as immature as the first one. And, you know, and I, I didn't expect uh, the flame to go that nuts, to be honest with you. I thought he would be just, be, just laugh it off, and that was it. So I'm sorry, and I, I deleted that post because it's not even worth saying. Oh, did you? <laughs> I had to because I couldn't do it from my phone. I don't know why. And I was, you know, was doing everything by the phone that yeah. day. And uh, all day yesterday at work, I couldn't. And I couldn't get to a phone, uh, a computer. You know, none of our computers at work let you go on Facebook. Yeah, I know. I know. So, you know, this morning, I went on just to check some shit. And I read it again because I was reading most of it from the phone. And I saw how vicious it was. It's, it's ridiculous. It's stupidity. You know, so. Uh, yeah. I jumped. I didn't say nothing. I jumped. I made a joke about Ryan in there. Then that I jumped in at the end when yeah, that girl was defending her friend. I wanted it to be lightheaded, light, light, little, le- little bit of levity, you know. Yeah. But everybody took it too crazy, and then the you know, the personal insults, which is totally ridiculous. And I apologize for that. But yeah, anyway, nobody's going to hear Apologize anyway, for so. taking time on your show, but. That was the reason why the big thing in Egypt, because they couldn't get your show. I know, I know. It was a good way of getting around to it. I like that. It was a nice segue. like that, huh? Yeah, very good. Well, at least we now know the old guests we have for Dorian Gray, because they're all gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but we got a great show. We got Billy and DK calling in in a little bit. And let me see what else we got coming up. Next week, we have uh, Russell Allen from Symphony X oh, and cool. uh, Veronica Freeman of uh, Benedictum. Uh, they were both pre-recorded. I did them during the week, so I'm going to get them on next week before they come a little old and outdated. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're closing out the month with uh, Bruce Corbett from Rigor Mortis. The band is back together and uh, recording a new record. So we got that. And who else? I spoke to so many people this week. I did an interview with uh, Eric from INC, Indestructible Noise Command, a uh, great Connecticut band from the 80s. He's actually living out in Greece now in the island of Cyprus. So he's over there, and the rest of the band is here on the, on the East Coast. So that's a long-distance uh, uh Connection there. Definitely. And who else? Next week, uh, I'm going to be talking with Nige Rocket from Onslaught. Uh, we got Michael Sweet from Striper. Uh, God, I have a few other. Andy Bolton from Tokyo Blaze is going to be calling back in about the new record in a couple of weeks. Wow. We got Pat Burns from Death Race calling in. So these are all confirmed, and some of them have been pre recorded, and there's a few more coming up. And then you and I are going to hit the city next week and uh, hook up with uh, Mark Colombo. And I forgot who I think Corey Proctor from uh, Free Rain, and also the Dallas Cowboys. So. Right, right, right. At least we know there'll be two guys bigger than us at an interview. Unfortunately, their bigness is different than ours. Yeah, they're in more shape. They're in better shape. <laughs> yeah, they're a, little, they're a little better shape than we are. But uh, we'll meet those two guys next week, and we'll talk with them. We actually had uh, we had somebody on the show. We had the drummer on about a year or two ago. Didn't we have Corey on, too? Yeah, Corey's the drummer. Yeah, all right. So Corey I, I, he's not going to be there. Drama, yeah. 
I don't know. I know it's Matt Colombo and somebody else is going to be there next week. The other two guys from the Dallas Cowboys. So we're going to hook up with them and uh, oh, okay. and interview them. Excellent. So that'll be pretty good. And let me see what's going on. We'll get some quick news. You see the thing with Paul Diano that uh, he was arrested for like welfare oh, fraud in England? Oh, God. How fucking stupid. I saw today that he pleaded guilty. So the judge said you're going to jail. <laughs> we're sentencing you on March 11th. Wow. So he's, going do, so he's going to do some jail time for that. And, uh... I mean, you know what? Everybody beats the system. It, happen, it happens here. But people that have yeah, the money don't need any help. If you're in the uh, public eye, you know. Exactly. How did they not catch that? I mean, the guy next door can get away with it because they don't know what the hell he's doing. Right. But how do you get away with that one? If you ever look at him, he, he plays like every night, like 11 months out of the year. Yeah. How do you not catch that? It's beyond me. But they caught him. So yeah. I'm sure he's going to be paying back all the money he's made over the last few years. If they were going to arrest him for anything, it should have been for charging people money for tickets when he can't sing. That's what they should be arresting him for, not for, not for welfare fraud. <laughs> True. Because the last couple of videos I saw of him, man, his voice is shot, and yeah. you're paying money, good money, and you're not getting anything out of it. Well, I know. Man, he really he needs to look at himself. Maybe, I don't know. I know. We won't go I, there with that. But. And what a shame because those you know those two albums will always live as, as two of my favorite albums. Oh, definitely. Albums. But you know I mean, what? He lived a hard, you know, he lived a hard life the last thirty years, and uh, you know, and it took his toll on him. Self-inflicted, like yes. Anybody did anything to it? No, you exactly. Know. It was just drugs and alcohol and everything else, and it took a toll on his voice. And you know, and I was just trying to make money to keep, you know, keep at it. But yeah. the fans pay the price because you pay for that ticket. You go there and you're kind of disappointed. Yeah, oh, definitely. All right. Now what are you gonna do? But uh. <clears throat> Bullet, great band out of Sweden. The, it's not the Bullet that's been around for years. These guys, uh, maybe in the last eight or nine years they came out. Wow. But they, man, they kick ass. They put out, this I think is the third or fourth record that came out uh, this month. It's called Highway Pirates. They, these guys bring back old school heavy metal. I mean, you know, just pure power metal. And they've cool. kept it alive over there. So uh, definitely go pick up this record, Highway Pirates. It's real solid. I'll get some songs on it uh, next week. I got to wait for them to add it to the list. And uh, next week I'll have some stuff on by the new Bullet. Uh, what else is going out there? I saw that Giza Butler says there will be no reunion of Black yeah, Sabbath, even I though Ozzy said a couple of weeks ago that there would be. And I was supposed to interview Bill Ward in January, and they kept pushing it off and pushing it off like every week. And I, they got back and was just saying, Bill's just not going to do any interviews right now. He's right. not not up to it. He can't he can't do any interviews. They're like you know, and you know the person I've been talking to, I've been talking to for a while, mm-hmm. and she doesn't really bullshit or beat around the bush. She's just like, this ain't the time for him to do interviews. Something must be going on with him. And the rest of the band knows it, and I guess, you know, that's what's uh, not going to make this happen, at least not right now. But That's a possibility, yeah. Yeah, you can never say never in uh, in this business. But those guys are up there in age, and Bill was always, you know, in bad shape compared to the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see what happens with that. And uh, what was the other thing? Lee Aaron's uh, back again doing some rock stuff. Yeah, She's on the, the, Swed- the Swedish rock cruise. I tell you, she looks just as hot now as she did back in the 80s. Oh, really? I didn't click on the link. I wonder, I didn't see Oh, the... I, I got her on Facebook. So if you could just add her on Facebook, uh, you get her there. And she looks just as good, boy. He talked about no, She looks just Wait, as good now. She actually has brand new pictures up, or the old. Oh yeah, this, yeah, you, you know, your family pictures are up there and everything else. It's, it's not a music page, but it's a personal page, you know. Really? Oh. So yeah, and she looks great, and she's performing again, and she's been doing a lot of like jazz and uh, like I guess in that type of uh, area. Yeah. Like you know, like light rock mixed with jazz, and now I think she's gonna go back with some of her older stuff, at least for this cruise anyway. So uh, that's good. So I was looking up some other like old female artists from the '80s that I love to have on, and uh, I saw that Leather Leone, who I, I'm like crazy about. She did a, a duet with uh, Debbie Gunn from Sentinel Beast out in California, yeah. but you cannot find anything about Leather Leone anywhere, like any contact info. 
so I'm firing off an email tomorrow to Debbie, who I'm pretty good friends with, and I'm going to ask her to put me right. in touch with Right, so you had her on the show. And yeah, I had Debbie on a while ago. We still keep in touch on, on the Internet, so I'm going to... That'd be cool if you get both of them on, you know, both of them on. I would do, I would love to have both of them on the show. That'd be great, but uh, definitely a big fan of Leather. And I said, you know what, let me look up Kim Lachance. Uh, she sang with uh, Hawaii and Vixen, you know, with Marty Friedman back in the early 80s. And oh, cool. Put out a great demo tape uh, with Militia. And uh, there was another band, uh, Driven Steel. I can't remember the name of the band she was in after that. She's doing, like, electronica now. I, I went to go check it out. I was like, wow, what the hell is this, you know? <laughs> I, can't, I can't put that on, you know? But uh, so Kim with chances off, but I'm definitely gonna work on Leather Leone, and I got a few other things cooking. Uh, we're like, uh, you, you know, what hair away from uh, actually having Vince Neil on in a few weeks too. Oh, really? Yeah, so that should be pretty good. Pretty and, and Jason Bonham also. So Bonham I've been, was good. Bonham. Yeah, I've been a busy beaver lately, so I'm looking forward to it. Oh, I think I got Alex deal. back on here again. Alex, you there? Yeah, it's me. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Said a few uh, things. Not, oh. not, not too bad. I just thought I'd call in and say hello. I uh, wasn't able to make uh, the live show tonight. Uh, that's okay. You're on the live show. You're just on the phone. <laughs> oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> that's okay. Well, you, you I'm a little under the weather, so. Okay, we'll let that go then. I uh, joined the yeah. club, man. You and Tommy sound like bookends of depression. I'm not depressed. <laughs> yeah, How am I true. depressed? I'm not depressed. <laughs> All right. And you got it. That's enough jibber-jabber. How about some music? Okay. All right. You want to do the demolition segment, or do you want to play something uh, different? Want to do some new Motorhead? Yeah, that would be great. New Motorhead? Sure. I watched a documentary last night. Lemmy, what a, yeah. what a great documentary. It is good, right? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. It. Did you watch it? Sure. Oh, man. I, that, that, I love that, the uh, part. I'm I, sorry. I, I, I missed, I'm sorry. I missed it Friday. I didn't even know it was on Friday. Oh, um, did I. I saw your post uh, last yeah, night. Yeah, I was pissed off because nobody really promoted it. And then I saw it was on uh, before, uh, you know, TMS. Uh, so I just taped everything, and I watched it all this morning when I woke up because I, I couldn't yeah. stay up last night because I had to work, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure. You're but when I got it's, home, I just good. kept falling asleep, so I just hit the remote. I mean, you know, I hit the DVR, and I DVR'd the whole episode. And matter of fact, right I didn't even know, but right after... Uh, well, I know until until I check the um, the listings. Right after uh, TMS was, uh, which was the episode with Lemmy, you know, the interview. I guess their first yeah. episode uh, in L.A., uh, which was good. I get to see it again, and I was just like, wow, it was it was a good interview. And then they had live in Berlin. They did like five, five yeah. Or six songs. Yeah, it was a good half for Motorhead. It was a good, that was a good documentary. Line. Very good documentary. I love the part when he's in the house and they're asking him about his memorabilia and his collections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they tell him, you know, what's your most prized possession? He says, my son. Oh, and he turns, you know, and the camera pans to the side and the son is sitting there. And he goes, you know, I also have another. He goes, he's the only one I have. And he goes, oh, I do got another one, but I never met him. And, uh, wow. you know, uh, his mother, who's like a little plump woman now, and she wears a schmock, he's going. He goes, she ran into him, and he was like kind of taken back with the sort of way she looked. And he goes, after he looked at me that way, I, was, I didn't want to tell him that you were his father. <laughs> That's the funniest thing ever. That's funny. And I like when the guy with the camera's filming stuff, and he goes, you're not filming my garbage pill, are you? He <laughs> goes, where's the garbage pill? And the garbage pill looks like it's part of the coffee table. There's so much garbage there. <laughs> I thought that was the funniest thing. The guy's, like, spinning the camera looking for the garbage pill, and he shakes it on the floor, Lemmy. And it looks yeah. like it's part of the dining room. It's like, you know, the coffee table. It's <laughs> <laughs> like my house. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so funny. But if you haven't caught it, I'm sure it'll be on VH1 Classic 100 times this week. Or just buy the DVD, even better. You can, you yeah, can I got, I got mine ordered 
and the and the um, the uh, DVD is supposed to have a lot more stuff on it. They said there's like 450 hours of additional footage, so for 20 bucks it's worth to go grab it. But Definitely. we'll do some brand new Whatever. motorhead right uh, now. Dad, what'd you say? Call outlaw. Quick, quick draw. 
tonight. We started off with a little Motorhead and Outlaw. You can never go wrong with Motorhead. And followed it up with a little Have Mercy and Show Me Your Rage. Motorhead is Motorhead, man. You can't say nothing about them, you know? You know, I mean, the um, the last album, Motorizer, I think it was, to me, hit me right away, and I liked a lot of songs on it. Yeah. This one at first, I was just like, okay, it's cool. But as I'm listening to it more and more, it's growing on me, and I like a lot of the tunes. And that happens to be one of my one of my more favorite tunes of Outlaw. Yeah, that's a good one, and uh, you know that describes Lemmy and his life. And like we said yeah. before, definitely check out that documentary. It's, it's oh, definitely. That's good two hours of entertainment. I really wanted to get down to the Rainbow when we were in California. Yeah. Because he's always in that place, they say. So I figured, you know, we had a good, you know, fifty-fifty shot of uh, of running into him there. You know. Yeah, I think I think they were actually. I'm not sure if they were touring, but I'm I'm not I'm not. I'm not too sure, but yeah, you I never know with them. Yeah, because they, they, they were uh, on the road, I believe. But anyways. But anyways, but anyways, we got Billy Rowe and D.K. Raval calling in in a few minutes. Maybe we'll do another song. Let me, uh, let me see what I got here. Do the demolition? You know, let's, let's try to do the demolition. It's not, yeah. That song is kind of long. I don't think we get it all in, but, okay. uh, you know, who knows. All right, you know, I think I got the band on the line now anyway, so let me uh, oh, okay, cool. that'll end things. Hey, Billy, you there? Hey, this is DK. Oh, hey. DK, how you doing, man? How are you? Is this Mike? It sure is. Hey, what's happening, partner? Not much, buddy. How's everything going? Uh, everything's great. Just had some sushi, got a full belly. Oh, that sounds good. That's what we like. <laughs> well, it's good to have you on here. While we wait for Billy, we may as well talk to you a little bit about some of your other stuff before Jet Boy. Sure. I was just getting ready to play some Beggar's Ball. Uh, All right, was, really nice. Yeah, yeah, it was a play hell of a ride. I, I thought that was a great band, man. Such a, you know, it, it, sort of like, you know, it, they kind of fit in with Jet Boy, what you're doing now. But they, were, they were really raunchy and heavy. There's some really yeah. good stuff there with those two records. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, the band, we were on our way, you know, but then, you know, the rock and roll casualties of life come in and get certain members and, you know. I know. I bands know. go down. You know, I was really... Disappointed, but you know, on with the show. <laughs> That's all you can do. That's, if you're still playing with the Antiheroes, please still doing that band and that project. Which one? The Antiheroes. Oh no, that was just a short-lived um, sort of like show band cover band thing that I did to make a couple yeah. dollars. Yeah, that's that's been gone for some time now. Okay, because you also had Jess in that band with you too. Yeah, yeah. Me and Jess, uh, we've known each other for a long time throughout the years and stuff, and. Uh, yeah, it's really cool that I, you will actually me, Jess, and Jesse have okay. known each other for a long time. And, um, yeah, it's nice that we finally all united, and uh, things are going well, man. I tell you, we're recording right now, and wait till you hear the new stuff, Mike. You're going to dig it. I'm dying to hear it. I mean, I see some clips on the Internet where you singing, you know, the old Jet Boy songs. I'm really looking for something new, and I can't wait. Uh, I know I was hoping to get something by today. I know you just wrapped up a couple of songs, or you just finishing up a few of them. Yeah, we're going in Wednesday. We got a new song called Strip Down, and um, we were in the studio last Wednesday just trying to get this one ready to, you know, just to pretty much premiere the new uh, Jet Boy sound. And um, this Wednesday, we're going to be mixing it down, so it'll be up shortly. Oh, that sounds but, good, um, man. In my opinion, this this song is going to rock in every titty bar in the world. Ah, I like that. <laughs> so I, I got my buddy Tommy on the line. That's right up his alley. Cool. All right. Yeah, All right. That's a great Tommy, thought. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah, you know, that's the test, isn't it? Yeah. 
Girls, if you can, can make it on to a it, pole, you, got some, you got something good. You got something good on your hands. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> If you go up and down a pole to the song, you know you got something going on. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That's the test. Excellent. That's good. So is, is it going to have, like, you know, has Jet Boy gone off in a new direction, or are you just kind of, like, blending your style with this together and giving it something a little new? Um. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's back to basics. It's kind of, um, we've been together, you know, we've just been writing, and, it's it's really nice to be part. For, I mean, personally for me, it's really nice to be part of a machine. I'm used to working, you know. I'm used to being kind of the Hitler, you know. Get your ass to practice, you know. Have you yeah. worked on that song? And you know, everybody in this band is just they're you know they all know their roles and everybody's there and it's really nice. I just get to go and put my hundred ten percent in, and everybody's you know on board. Jesse or um, like Billy and Fernie, you know, those are the guitar players I've been looking for my whole life, you know. Two guys yeah, that yeah. play in the history of those two cats is, you know, it's 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 awesome. It's awesome to be a part of that, and we all work so well together. And it's fun. It's fun again. It's not work. It's not a pain in the ass. It's not like this is all I know how to do kind of thing, which is really nice. That's why it's real effortless. But back to uh, the new sound. Yeah, the new sound is just really straight ahead. No bullshit. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But with one foot in like the now, if you can kind of get it. I got it. I can't wait to hear it. And I think we got Billy on the line. Now, Billy, you there? Yep, I'm here. Hey, what's going on, Billy? DK's already here. I got Tom. Billy Rowe. What's up? What's up? How you doing? Ah, uh, chit-chatting. Just got done throwing down some sushi. Yeah, <laughs> good times. <laughs> All right. Well, it's good to have both you guys on here now. We uh, get going here full. So I, I was just talking about DK about the new sound, Billy, you know, what the, what the new music is going to sound like. Was it hard, you know, getting this together? Because I know, you know, just like out of nowhere, Mickey was gone, DK was in, and you guys were already out and were hitting the road. Yep. I guess we don't mess around. <laughs> Not at all, man. You guys don't even take a breather. But you know what? For something that came together so quick, you couldn't have found somebody better than the front the band. Yeah, I I agree. It's it's excellent, man. Yep. Things are going good. Can't couldn't be happier to tell you the truth. You know, the way things are going, we were in the studio the other day, you know, last week, and it's just, you know, it's killing. I know, we're all looking forward to hearing it. On your end, is, is it difficult uh, for both of you guys, because you fill in some big shoes, and yet you want to, you know, you want to keep moving on in, in the direction that Jet Boy was going, so is was there anything that was different this time around? Uh, to me? I, no, no, I don't think so. I mean, we're just moving forward is what we do, you know, I mean, it's just, we're all cut from the same cloth, you know, so EK came in, and you know, fit right in. It was perfect. I mean, we just we all grew up on the same rock and roll, you know. So we yeah, yeah. kept moving forward. You know, it's just uh, it's perfect. Well, that's great. Were you guys able to do any shows yet here in the U.S.? I know you were out for like almost a month and a half or so over in Europe. Uh, so you got a lot of gigs in over there. But were you able to really get anything going here yet? Or I know you got a few shows coming up. Yeah, that's all we got right now is what's coming up. But you know, more will come up as well. So. Yeah, that March sixth with uh, Skid Row down here in Santa Clara. That's going to be the first time that we all put shoes together, you know, on the on the stage for a a full set with some new stuff. That's going to yeah. be great. I know yeah. you're coming here, and uh, I guess the spring you're going to do the M3 Festival again this year. You're going to be at that, and that's yeah. starting to take off. That dance really starting to become a big thing over there in Baltimore. Yeah, it is. That's awesome. Oh, I can't wait for that. That's going to be that's good times be, right there. Oh yeah, it's going to be a blast. <laughs> Yeah, Good times. Hell yeah. Back on back on the plane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the airport fun. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> well, it would be great if you guys were able to string some stuff together on the East Coast while you're here, because uh, it would be pretty cool to get you guys over here in New York and at least see you down this way, too, you know? I don't know if it's possible, yeah. but... Yeah, we're talking. I mean, it's an idea we want to try to do. We'll see what happens. Is try to do some dates around M3 if possible. Fly out early and do a couple dates, you know. But it's just, it's just an idea right now. Next to see if we can actually make it happen, you know. Yeah, no, so, I, I hear you. I understand that. So how did everything go in yeah. New York? Was it pretty good over there? Was that the first time you guys got to a lot of those places? Yeah, it was excellent. It was. It really was, man. It was successful in my eyes. You know, it was a lot yeah. of fun. Yep, it was great, yeah. man. Good yeah, everybody talks over. about the crowds over there. How how they're still into the you know the classic rock over there. Like they still support it and love it. Yeah, yeah. They, they I mean, they love, it's so different over there. I mean, they love rock and roll, and they're just uh, you know, I mean, there's there's an audience for everything, I guess nowadays, and just they just they ate it up, man. They just open arms. We, I mean, Jeopardy never toured Europe at all, so it was our first time ever. You know, so it was great. So that was a big thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the band, we got along great. We are laughing. It was just, it was nothing but good times. Lots of it was. rock and roll, man. It was so fun. It was, man. It was an adventure every time we woke up. It was cool, man. I love yeah. it. Yeah. That was great, man. Hopefully you guys get the same thing going over here in America. I know, I know it's a tougher market here because, you know, we're kind of all spread out between the 50 states. You know, it's not as easy uh, as when you're over there yeah. and you string things together quicker. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, but you know, our, you know, the goal is to slowly just get everything going here. It's like to launch everything new that's coming out. You know, that what we're doing. You know, so just start getting new tunes written and just start getting them on the site and just, uh, you know, talk about doing a new record. You know, right now just just writing tunes and get them out there and just start building it up again. You know. I hear you. you think we'll see that record this year? Is there something planned on uh, for 2011? Yeah, there'll be a lot this year, I'd say, you know. Oh, that'd be yeah. great. It, you know, it, yeah. It's been a while, and uh, but uh, I heard that you also have a song coming out in a movie. You were able to get a song on the, the Perfectly Wrong movie. Yeah, that was just a, this company that we we are working with. Uh, you know, it's just like they have a library of our stuff, and it was just, you know, it was just handpicked by somebody over at Sony Pictures, you know, and the, and the uh, music department, I guess, for the movie. It said, how do you know, whatever would... Jack Nicholson, Reese Witherspoon. So, uh, hey, as long as they pay you uh, for it, that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get we'll definitely get paid on that. You know, that's, yeah, you know, no matter who's in the movie, as long as you're making yeah, money. Exactly, after. yeah. That's a big market for for bands, all all types of music, is movies, TV, and all that. That's a, a you know, good way to make income. To, to can you can you want just you know, doing what you do, doing shows and going on tour and all that. You know. Yeah, definitely. You guys had a song in the Burbs back in the day, didn't you? Yeah, we had a couple of songs in that Burbs, and then the She's Out of Control, and some TV stuff here and there. And it's, I don't know if this all happens. We just kind of the stuff we never like went after it. It just came to us, so it's kind of cool. And you know, any publicity today is good. Anything that gets the name of the band out there is always is always worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, I got Tommy with me on the line. My buddy Tommy, you there? Hey, hey guys, how's it going? What's up, Tommy? Hey. Uh, like you're talking about some of the new stuff uh, that you're putting together, putting out. Um, is it gonna? I mean, yeah, you say differ. Uh, I know um, he was talking. Bill was talking before about how it's gonna be a little different. How different? I mean, what do you know? What can we expect? Well, you, um, well, Billy, go ahead and take that one. You see the difference yeah, between. 
Yeah, I think, you know, I think definitely DK's got his style of rock and roll, you know. I mean, the best way I could put it is, you know, when it went from Bon Scott to Brian Johnson and, okay. uh, you know, Paul Diano to Bruce Dickinson, you know, the, the bulk of the rock and roll of the musical band stayed intact, you know, even though it did take a couple steps forward as well. So that's the best way to describe it. It's going to keep its format as straight up rock and roll, but it's got cool. a new, you know, got a new so, kick to it, you know. Like a fresher attitude or whatever. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh, you know, cool. and it's, it's, you know, it's definitely in the now, you know. I think yeah. the kind of rock and roll we, we play and write is timeless, just like ACDC and Aerosmith and the, the heroes we love, you know. Well, what kind of tour would you like to get on? Like, which bands would you like to tour with at this time? Oh, man. That, that can go that's on forever. That's a tough one right there. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, shit. A band that, you know, know, that's rock and roll. A real, you know, good time yeah. rock and roll band. One that, you know, yeah. Anything, believes you know. in the whole experience, you know, live and beyond. Oh, man. We're very much that. This, you know, it's it's fun again, though. I mean, isn't it, Billy? I mean, when we get together yeah. and stuff, and we get out and play, it's like it's fucking rock and roll time again. It's not like work. It's not like oh, you know, here we go again. It's re- yeah. it's really nice, and that's what's fun again. you know that's fueling cool. this chemistry. Well, I mean, we've yeah, just exactly. been together for you know, it feels like just a minute writing songs, and it's like shit. You know, yeah. the future is wide open, and we, you know, we work so well together. I'll, just this last first song, you know, we were in the studio. You know, I'm just waiting for everybody to hear that first tune, which was going to be that stripped-down song that we're working on right yeah. now. That's going to yeah. pretty much, that's kicking the door open for the new sound, so to speak. Yeah. And to answer yeah, Tommy's totally. question, in my opinion, this new Jet Boy is just straight, no bullshit, real rock and roll. Uh, it's a little bit dirtier, a little bit grittier, so, yeah, but it's cool. still got one mm-hmm. foot, you know, in the now, you know. Yeah, exactly. The subject yeah. matters are kind of now and... I don't know. It's, I think it's something that's been missing, you know, as far as uh, rock and roll records go. We're not, like, shooting for the big hit song, although we got a lot of great ideas between all of us. we got a lot of guys in this band that are great writers. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be really hard to pick them to, uh, you know, yeah. to put them Definitely. on and release them because there's so many good ones coming. And still, you know, I, we've got shit we haven't even written yet that's going to be good, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, hell yeah. Exactly, just the way things yeah. are going. Uh, so yeah. exciting. It's great to it's hear that. Co- man. Yeah, the chemistry is amazing, you know. It's, it's great really to hear that, man. Best of luck, yeah, guys. So. Definitely. You know what is like yeah. you were saying, the fun for some reason has been missing from music lately. Yeah, really. It's gotten too serious and, and just like that going to a club and, and just having a party and having a good time at the show, it's it's not there anymore. And it seems like you guys are trying to bring it back and that's a good thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean in a real genuine way. I mean our that's kind of what our shows are, you know. If we would come out and do our encores, I remember I'd run, I don't know if you caught any of the, uh, there's a video that our bass player, Jess Reckless, had filmed um, throughout the, the the tour. We did a cover of uh, Nice Boys by that Rose Tattoo Band. Great song. And, um, you know, he would come out and sing it, and I would go in the back room and get all the beer that was catered that night and bring it out of the stage and just throw them out to the people, drag them up on stage. Everybody's in that video. And that right there is just a real uh, like glimpse of kind of what every night was like. It was so much fun. We yeah. were so well accepted, and it was re- it, it's a really good feeling to have that. And there was absolutely no pressure, even though there really could have been. But when we all get together, yeah. it all kind of goes out the window. It's, it's, yeah, know, we, yeah, definitely. We you know what it is? Too, DK, you were like baptized by fire with this because, you know, it was like, you know, <laughs> so quick to jump in. Ooh, I like that. Look at that. Baptized by glow, fire. You know? yeah. <laughs> write that one. down. That's the next <laughs> yeah. song, right? Let me write that down. <laughs> 
But <laughs> right. you know, that's uh, kind of what it was like because you know it happened right away with Mickey, and then you're in. So you didn't even really have a chance to like. Maybe it was better that way because right away off the bat, you know, you had to go give 110 percent just to prove yourself. Yeah, you know, it, we had um, like what was it, Billy? Like four really solid yeah. rehearsals, and then we were on yeah. the plane. Boom. Yeah, it's kind of you know it's kind of better that way. You know, I don't want to think too much. It's just I knew from my gut right away. I was like, this is our guy, and just let's let's do this. Sometimes you know? the best decisions are made uh, made on the fly. You know. Oh hell yeah, exactly. Yeah. But did you did you see this thing coming with Mickey? Because uh, I don't want to go on about that because it's kind of old news now, and that's not the band yeah. anymore. But did you kind of see it coming ahead of time, or did it kind of blindside yeah, you? Yeah, I think a lot of yes and no. You know, I mean, it's you know we've got our history, let's say, you know, and yeah, well, he's done it like before a, back in the '80s too, you know. Yeah, you know, and the, you know the guy's like a brother to me, and it's the way I look at it. Things happen for a reason, you know, and this was supposed to happen, and you know, once we got to Europe and started doing dates and. Even more now with writing songs, I'm like on, you know, for myself, it's just this is this is a great thing that's going on. This is a chemistry, you know. The, the magic happens; it happens, you know. You don't try to question it, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, we were talking about touring before and uh, and playing shows, and uh, you hear more and more how bands today. I mean, besides the clubs, always with the paying play, you know, and selling the tickets. I hear now that a lot of bands are being asked to like to cough up a big chunk of money just to get on a tour. Uh, is yeah. that is that what's going on now in the business? Even like on like some of the bigger tours. But yeah, I mean, you know, and that's really that's gone on for years. I mean, that was going on in the eighties. Yeah. You know, your label your label had to pay. You know, to get you on. You know, you're losing money before you're making money. But it's probably even more now. You know, unless you get some sort of corporate sponsor behind the tour. That's why you see so many of these you know logos at the bottom of posters and ads. You know, because they yeah. get a you know a bunch of people like whatever Budweiser and you know Gibson and Fender or whatever. They all sponsor the tour or whatever, like the Warp Tour or something, you know. But that's the way it is, you know. We hope to get out on, you know, something good. I mean, shit, this band can tour with a wide range of bands, you know. I mean, that's the true. dream would be, you know, Kiss, Aerosmith, ACDC, and, oh, you yeah. know, stuff like that would be the ultimate, of course, because those are our yeah. heroes. But we'd be great with a band like Buck Cherry or Papa Roach even, you know, or even whatever. We could probably do dates with Metallica and it would work. No, it's yeah. true because your music is, is is accessible to all, you know, straight across the board to everybody. So that's exactly. a, that's one of the benefits to what you play. Yeah, exactly. Dates with Motorhead would be great, you know. I mean, that, yeah. that would work. You know? All you gotta do is go down to the Rainbow. Lemmy's always sitting in the back out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I played Miss Pac-Man with that motherfucker many a night. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know <laughs> that guy. He's, oh, you know he's yeah he's he's, he's a, a good dude. Oh man, do you think you, if you guys had to get into the business today, if the band just started today, you think you would have a shot at it? The way the oh, environment yeah. is in the market. No doubt, no doubt. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's how I feel because it, I, that's I used to think that too. It was like, man, you know, the Jet Boy name is there, and that's the reason for this. But I, I consider this kind of a new band. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of like what's going on in a lot of ways. We have our history, but hey, you know, we've seen our heroes have to reprove themselves too. No, that's true. You know, That's I mean, Aerosmith had to make their comeback, I and mean, even you know, ACDC, Kiss. I mean, well, I, I didn't mean so much as like as a comeback. I mean, like the band started fresh today as kids, and and the business yeah. that we have today, what you with the record business and the management and all of that. Do you think you still have the opportunity that you had like in the '80s that was open to you? Well, it'd be a different opportunities probably, but I, you know, if it's if you're saying it doesn't have the potential, I'd say hell yeah. Yeah. You know, it comes down to great songs and great songs 
are timeless and that's what gets you through the door. At the end of the day, it's all about the songs. Yeah, because yeah. there's just so many young fans today. With, with that, that's that? like they they got great sound, great music, but they just don't have a chance. There's just nowhere for them to go, like you know, to promote themselves and and mm-hmm. to play and and to get albums out. It's such a difficult business to get into today. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of different, you know. You you don't have to sell your soul to the devil anymore. You can do it yourself and own it all, yeah. but you got to work harder. You don't have ten people in the uh, you know promotions department and the radio department working it for you. You got to do it. But, yeah. You know, so it's, it's a lot of legwork. I know. A lot of legwork, but you know, you get to have good things come your way. It takes work. So. Exactly. You know, the thing that's really going to shine, in my opinion, on this record is there's mileage. You know, a lot of the new bands coming out these days, they don't have mileage. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. they've got their experiences in this, you know, window of of time. There's a lot of mileage, you know, in this circle. And it, yeah. it really shows. It really it, it, it comes out in the music, you know. You just have to wait to hear it. But, yeah, yeah. I hear it, and that's what's really cool because there's nobody wet behind the ears in this band. And everybody knows their exactly. role as far as that goes and, and plays it well. It's good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. What do you plan on doing with the new record? You guys going to try to do it on your own, put it out on your own? Are you going to shop it around for a label? Or are you already yeah, gonna yeah. I guess we'll kind of see as it goes, you know. We want to get a new song out and just start introducing the whole thing, you know. I mean, you know, music is so free these days, you know. you got to just kind of get your product out there the best you can, build up a following and, and you know, work other angles to make money, you know. And shit, if we can give away... 100,000 downloads, you know, that would be 100,000 fans that would come see the band, you know? Yep. So, got to look yeah, at things differently, I guess, you know? I mean, that, that's kind of where our heads are at with things right now, you know, get songs and movies and TV, you know, we're working that angle and yeah, just kind of like everything, you know, and uh, it's, you know, the potential's endless. What you got to do is get on American Idol as a judge because they said that Alice yeah, McDowell right. has like tripled in sales since Stephen Tyler yeah, got know. on the show. It's true, huh? Yeah, you got to get on that time. show. Uh, yeah, that's pretty I think funny. we'd be more famous if we called in a bomb threat to American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be some front page shit, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. definitely. That'd bring some attention there. <laughs> that's just how I think. Uh, no? uh, I like that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> no, but it's so true because uh, you know you got a lot of bands today that are like so against the downloading, and you get other bands that like you know tell you you know download our record for free, we don't care. I, right. I mean, but how do you, how do you make money in this business if you give everything? I know, like you're saying, it's great to give it away because it'll bring more attention to the band. But you merchandise, know, merchandise, so merchandise, yeah, merchandise. Right? You know that never yeah. gets old. People got to wear shirts and hats and shit, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. you got a car, exactly. I got a sticker to go on it. Yeah, that's <laughs> exactly. true. That's true. Yeah. Well, was yeah, really any, how much money was in the biz, uh, Was in the record end of it anyway? Even back in the day, was there a lot of money in the? And the album end of the business for the bands anyway. Yeah, exactly. In the seventies and eighties, you know, bands made it again on touring and merchandise. Yeah, so it's never by, really by been the about time, the albums. Yeah, exactly. By the time the crooks got all the pieces of the pie, you know, the band got a crumb to split. Yeah. You know, and that's really what happened. Yeah. You know, so you have to do it the other chart. way by touring and merchandise, but it's just great yeah. to have the band out there still playing, and I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to hearing some of these new tracks. So. When you get them, get them to me, and I'm definitely going to get them on for you. Sweet. Oh, hell yeah. All awesome. right, guys, listen, I appreciate you calling in today. I, I want to thank the both of you. I know it's a Sunday afternoon out in uh, sunny California, I hope. Oh, I'm looking yeah. out my window right now. It's beautiful. How's the weather in Frisco, dude? Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's 
starting to get a little overcasty here in the area I'm at, but it's it's been nice all week. Nice. Yeah, you guys got that cold ass weather out there, huh? Yeah, it's been cold this whole winter. A lot of snow and cold, but uh, oh yeah, man, you it's guys warming up this on. week. Yeah, we're coming yeah. out of it. Hopefully, <laughs> this is the end oh, yeah. of it. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. Summer's just gonna be a good summer. That's all. I hope so. We need some. Yeah, you coming out to the yeah. M3? I'm gonna try to. That's about a five-hour car ride for us here in New York. And I know you guys are playing Friday night, so I have to take yeah. off from uh, the paying job I have on a Thursday. Right. Right. But I'm gonna do my best. I'm gonna talk with Ray and I'll see if I can get out there on Friday and uh, maybe meet yeah. up with you guys. Yeah, that'd be well, great. Well, if there's anybody oh, yeah, listening, yeah. if there's anybody listening out there in Radio Land, get this man a ride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have a beer on ice for you, Mike. I'll have a beer on ice for you. You just make it there. Oh, then you know what? Then how can I turn that down? I gotta go now. <laughs> right on. All right, bye, guys. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you very much, man. All right, all right. Man. We'll Thank talk to you soon. Hope to see you. We will. Yeah. Don't worry. We're gonna make an effort. We're gonna do our best to get there. Good. All right. All right. Thank you very much, DK. All right, man. Billy, I appreciate it. Take care, guys. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, that was DK Raval, new singer for Jet Boy, great guy, Billy Rowe. I thought we'd do something from Jet Boy. I really wish Ray, uh, who manages me, was trying to get me the new song, but it just wasn't ready in time. So we couldn't get that on, but uh, how about we do something all by the group? Sure. And then we'll do something by uh, DK's other band, so at least somebody can hear a little, uh, little DK. So we'll start out with some Jet Boy, a song called Groove Tube, and then we'll go into... uh, I want to D V uh DK's old bands and we'll get that off for you. So here's Jet Boy. Thank you. 
made life.
Jet Boy and Groove Tube, followed it up with Beggar's Ball and Hell's a Ride, and that features the new Jet Boy singer, DK Raval. That's some pretty good stuff, that uh, Beggar's Ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little rock bit of Pantera sounding. Yeah, a little bit, and but yeah. you know, we're like a more rock and roll attitude instead of a, you know, dirgy attitude, you know. Which is yeah, cool. so merge those two together, and that's what you're gonna get. Dirge the merge, merge there you the go. dirge. That's what I say. <laughs> All right, what do we got left in the show? We got 45 minutes left. Wow. Wow, this one's quick, huh? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fun you know, we have we have uh, two interviews next week. Uh, one with Russell Allen from Symphony X, and mm-hmm. then the next one is with Veronica Freeman from Benedict. And both of them are already pre-recorded, uh, so I have them on uh, back-to-back next week. So I, I interviewed Russell early in the morning, and uh, he he lives in New Jersey, you know. Uh, oh. And uh, he has a young son, like eight months old, who had, he's taking care of him while he's interviewing him. So the kid is oh. like crying and talking through the whole <laughs> interview. So it's pretty funny. For uh, at least when I was doing it, it sounded funny. <laughs> it might be annoying to some people, but and then uh, after that, I interviewed Veronica Freeman from Benedictum, and uh, I used Skype to dial in. Mm. And when I dialed in, like with, with Skype, once you uh, like you know you log on, yeah. whatever you have like in your phone book, it says like you know they're online, you're online. It's like when you go on Facebook or or you know something like that, or like, uh, like the chat room or whatever. Yeah, so somebody connected with me, and I must have connected him, not realizing it because. Oh sure. I have, like, Skype open, and then I have uh, the switchboard for the show open. And I must have connected and not even realized it, but I had it on mute because uh, I was bouncing around doing other stuff waiting for her to call in. Right. And But, you can, like, they must have, like, forgot that they – they must have thought they hung up and they forgot. Mm. And they were breathing really heavy into the microphone. <laughs> and it sounded like a stalker. So mm. when, I, when, I, when, I, when I jumped, like, back to the other page and I saw that she had called in, I connected her. And she's laughing. I was like, "What's going on?" She goes, "We be like trying to like come on to like you know breathing heavy." I'm like, "No." Oh, Jesus. Because I hear heavy breathing on there. She had a real good sense of humor. She was real funny, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "No, no." I then like I didn't hear it. Like later in the show, I heard it again. Then I went back and I and I just it was like a quiet moment. I heard the breathing, and they must have just left their microphone on on the other end. <laughs> I don't know who I know who it was. But I won't say whose name it is, you know, because it was another musician from another band. So. Oh really? I, yeah, I just disconnected it, you know. It's funny. Yeah. Let's just say he makes shoes, okay? Oh, really? <laughs> so, yeah, so you know who it is. But he must have yeah. done it by accident and not even realize he clicked the button, you know? That's too funny, man. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty funny. But I know I know it's like when you Skype and yeah. you talk to somebody who's on like a phone line, mm-hmm. there's such a delay. Because mm. I would ask a question. I wait. I wouldn't hear nothing. So I would start talking again. And oh, then she would answer man. the other question. And I, I never realized what a big delay is. I hear a lot of people say that, but I've never really experienced it till this time. That's wild. Yeah, because I usually only use the Skype if I'm talking to somebody else on Skype, and then it's perfect. Yeah. But I think when you do it like from Skype to phone, or at least through the switchboard here at BTR, it mm-hmm. causes a real long delay, and it's like confusing because like you know I'm talking to silence and she's talking. I'm on the next question, you know. So I got to learn like when we do interviews with Skype on on a landline or a, or a cell phone line. It's just wait like an extra couple of seconds, you know, because it's taking that long, I guess, for it to, to loop around, you know? Yeah, it's amazing. Even on the news, like when you watch the news, it's like yeah. there's that little bit of a, a delay, you know? It's wild. I mean, I you, would think with, I, you would think with technology, especially the news, you know, know everything would be. But still, it's that little bit of a of a, of a, of it's a true. delay. Yeah. I know. So when I see it on that, I don't feel so bad because, like, if the major networks can't. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. That's why you shouldn't it. even. 
But it's just something you got to get used to because you, you step, you know, you end up stepping on the person. You know, you can't exactly. Help them, you know. Yeah, we did that with uh, Gene Hoglin when he called in from Australia. That was real difficult, but uh, I caught on like after a few minutes. I was like, you know, slowing down a little, which is hard anyway for me. But uh, you know, you live and learn as you go along. So that, but they were two good interviews. So we'll get those on next week. And then, like I said, we got Bruce Corbett of Rigor Mortis closing mm-hmm. out the month and. I've already got a couple of pre-recorded interviews for March. We got a whole bunch of live guests. Uh, one would be D.D. Verney from Overkill and the Bronx oh, Casket Company. So uh, check that out. And, uh, hopefully check in March. That out. And, uh, That's pretty good. The uh, Bronx Casket. Yeah, you know, uh, our buddy Muncie hooked me up with a lot of great, uh, a lot of great guests, and there's more coming in. Unfortunately, they're like two a day for like a week on end, and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I'm tired of talking. <laughs> it's like you know, two interviews a day. Yeah. But uh. Got a lot of great guests coming up, so keep your eye out each week here on the site. You'll see who it is. And uh, this Thursday on the Metal Matinee, we're continuing our month of love. I know it's Black History Month, but uh, it's also Valentine's Day in February, so we started out with a little gel bait on the first Metal Matinee. Well, you know what? For, for Black History Month, we should get the guys from um, the anti-nigger uh, coalition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can reach out for Jimmy Hazel again, try to get him on. Yeah, I mean, we're still friends with uh, what's the we're name. We've still got a week in here. We've still got a week uh, with no guests, so we can do that. Well, I'll, I'll try. But I made the metal matinees like for the month of love, and we started out with Jail oh, Day yeah, the yeah. first week. And yeah, yeah, this yeah. week we had our Valentine's special, and uh, this week coming up, it's another kind of love. It's like whips, dips, chains, and chips. Wow, that's a little pleasure favorite. and pain this week, a little S&M show, so oh, a little bondage go. on the metal matinee. And then we're going to do a movie special at the end of the month, so we're jumping out of the month of love. So. Wow. There you go. All right. Well, how about we do our demolition segment right now before I forget because I've been doing that lately. It's a band called Death and Force. For some reason, I don't even remember these guys. I, I picked it up from another site I contribute to. Uh, they're out of Germany from the mid to late 80s. I don't recall the name or the band, and I don't even know if I have the demo in my own collection, but I got it from uh, from this site. So yeah. if you want, head over to the Heavy Metal Mayhem blog spot. The links are up on uh, the homepage right here. And you could download a copy of the demo tape. Uh, I don't know. If, I've never even heard this. This is the first time I'm hearing it myself. So I don't know the quality or even what they sound like. I figured, you know, we'll just like dig into the bag this week and go for broke, you know? Okay. It's a, ch- it's a song called Children of the Sea. So it might even be a cover of the Black Sabbath one or oh. it could be a new original one. And not a, you know, a, a, their, their version of it. I mean, or an original song. I don't know. But we'll see. You could download the copy of the demo. So there you go. Definitely for us. Children of the Sea.
That was Malaya Rage, Enter the Darkness. And before that, we had our demolition segment demo uh, by Death and Force, Children of the Sea. It was an original version. I thought it might have been the Sabbath cover. That wasn't too bad. That wasn't too bad. Yeah, you know, it had that definite German feel to it, that German power metal. Yep. Yeah, but I didn't have time this week to go through the collection of what I had, so I just kind of uh, grabbed something from somewhere else. But you can download a copy of it. It's up on the blog spot right now, so I'm not too bad there. All right, uh, you have any interest in going to see the Big Four if they come on tour here in uh, the East Coast in the New York area? If you can get us tickets, yeah. Oh, uh, no, I mean, if we had to buy them, if we were going to stand. <laughs> <not> a... <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I would. Yeah, I have no interest in that for some reason. Uh, yeah, I would, but, you know, I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to spend stupid, stupid money because, Guaranteed you know, over 100 bucks a ticket, easily. Yeah, I know, I know. And, you know, Metallica, to me, haven't been relevant since Master of the Puppets. <laughs> that was the last album. I, I mean, after hearing what they've been putting out over the last few years, I'll even include, you know, with Justice for All yeah. in that category. But, uh, uh, you know, I haven't been a, I, They're a great band. I love them, but I just haven't been into the music they've put out in the last 20 years. You know, I'm, I'm the old school ladies guy here, so I I love yeah. that stuff. Yeah. I have no interest in hearing all those new songs live, and when they do when they do the old ones, they kind of butcher them it's like these medleys, and you know. Yeah, I know. Well, that's I hate you know, that. it's not just Metallica. Everybody does that. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. and uh, I just don't have no desire the newer to see them. stuff, the way they play, which they play in its entirety, is not really what we want to hear. Exactly. So. Yeah, you know, even the Black Album is better than anything they've put out in the last couple of. Uh, I know. Last ten years, you know, the Black Album, although it was a different band, you know, from you know. I, I know, definitely, yeah. But you definitely. know. Definitely. Uh, yeah. But, um, well, if, if they come around like a lot of the other bands are doing, where they're doing like you know whole albums. They do one of the first three. Yeah. I would go buy a ticket and see it, yeah. but I have no interest in seeing them yeah. probably for over a hundred bucks to take it in the big four. And, why, and who wants great. to sit through a whole Anthrax set? I'm sorry. That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say next. I mean, Slayer, Anytime, Megadeth, they they still put on a great show. They sound yeah. great. Yeah. But, but Anthrax, uh, Anthrax shouldn't even be on that bill. To tell you uh, the truth, if it was Testament or Exodus, uh, yeah. I'd be more inclined to go. Uh, Exodus, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Anthrax don't even belong on there. They, no, they really don't. Anthrax have changed their, style, their sound and style with everything that's come and gone in the last 30 years. If, if rap is hot, they're putting rap in their songs. If yeah. this is hot, they're putting that in their songs. New metal, we're going to play new metal with John Bush. No matter what comes out, they yeah. just changed their style to go with whatever's happening to try to stay relevant. Well, I and think I that just, new metal was going to be with the new singer that left. That ended up leaving. Um, uh, Dan Nelson, yeah. Nelson, I think they were going to go for a new sound with that. You know, because I've never heard anything like off that album with him, but I like to see if I can find something off that album with him because I know John Bush didn't want to re-record those songs. He said like they weren't written with me. I don't want to re-record them. Yeah. So that's why he didn't go back. We got Joey Belladonna's in the band, and he's in the studio just putting new vocals, probably on the same old songs. You know. Yeah, until we don't give a fuck. Yeah, and he's actually, you know. Good singer, just never cared for him in Anthrax. I like the solo stuff. Yeah. What are you going to do? And I, tonight, uh, what do you call it? Joel Lynn is playing a dingbat. So it goes on about a half hour if you're in the New Jersey area. Get to see Joel Lynn doing a lot of his tunes. You don't get to see him too often. So, uh, oh, yeah, he's got the uh, band. What the hell is it called? I forgot. I don't know, but they're playing tonight, um, and they played last night in Long Island. So. Oh, yeah, he's got that band. I forgot the name of them. And uh, Raven played a couple of days ago out in Long Island, too. Yeah, nice promotion, right? Nobody. I remember Reese saying something that they were playing in New York, but I, I thought she said March at the time, but it was obviously the other day, and no promoting. The club well, don't put anything well, out there. Reese, the band. Gonna, Reese is not going to bother promoting them anymore. No, I, I know. 
but, not anymore. But I know. Matter but, of fact, she did. She did do a half. Uh, a half, you know, a uh, back. What is it? I know what you're saying. A backsided uh, review. A backsided, uh, <laughs> a backsided review of the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so looked at some of the pictures. It was pretty no, barren. The place. Absolutely no, nobody caught. I mean, you'd think. Well, let's let's see. Who did we talk to recently? Who comes from New York? Oh, Heavy Metal Mayhem. Oh, Eddie Trunk. Let's give them a call. You know, one of them. You know, what I mean? all right. You can't get through the fat head. You know, try, you know, try, you know, heavy metal mayhem. Yeah, sure, you know, we'll give you a mention. They, they have to have, I mean, it's it's amazing because I, I know when I know the bands, and when they're out touring and they're out doing things, yeah. they can't think of, like, who's in that town that we can get in touch with. They, they got yeah. more going on than that, but yeah. you do have people working for you. You, you know, and a lot of these bands today, their wives are, are, you know, running things for them and helping them out, yeah, girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So have your wife say, listen, you know, we're going to be here on this day, so the week or two before... Get in touch with you know you got to keep contacts with everybody. Yeah. I mean, this rock and roll radio. I mean, Sirius Radio itself. I hear the, the DJs on Sirius Radio every now and then. They slip in friends of theirs that play in bands in California, in Washington, in yep. New York, and in Boston. So they, you know what I mean? Because Sirius Radio is all over the country. I mean, come on, you know what I mean? I What's the big deal? You make a phone call. Well, even just email. You get on, get on those emails to those. Each one of those DJs has like an email, like a blog or whatever. They're all on Facebook. You make friends with those people. No, you know, these bands today are not taking advantage no. of the of what's out there. I mean, you have the internet. You have shows. You know, internet radio shows. You have. Yeah. You have. You're not. These guys are not taking advantage of the tools that are out there to help promote. I looked at the pictures this from is the why radio show. Fighting. For the internet in Egypt, you people don't understand. That's right. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I looked at pictures of the radio oh, show. Right. The crowd looked barren. There was like very few people there. Because there's absolutely no no what do you call it? You know, and, and I got to be honest. I mean, I love Raven. I think they're a great band. What, I, I would have been there. But another thing, all these shows are during the week. It's yeah. hard. The people that well, are into the, these days really are like us. About that. So you do it a little. Uh, what I would do is do it a little bit early. Break up your set in two. You do an eight o'clock set, a hangout set, and then like eleven o'clock set. Now you know, it's not really up to the bands. You know that the yeah, clubs are dictated when they got to be on. And but it's hard. To, you know, if you're on your main playing at Madison Square Garden on yeah. a Wednesday night, you're gonna fill it up. Yeah. You're not gonna fill it up with, a, with, a, with like Raven at a club way out in Long Island. No. In the winter and bad weather. Probably four bands People gotta get up for work. Probably four uh, bands ahead of them. Exactly. But at least, I mean, you know, even with the Facebook. Now we're friends with them on Facebook. Did you get anything from Facebook? I no, I didn't know about it. I talk to John on Facebook every now and then. That's what I'm saying. How hard is it Melanie, to go but, on your Facebook and no. search people that live in New York City and send no. them a special message, or just send out a regular, a whole message to the whole fucking excuse me language, the whole freaking country, the whole world, and I let know. let them just I don't know, it's just bad, bad promotion. You know, there are certain people, you say, ah, oh, it's a shame they they never made it, you know. But then they're like, you know, look how hard friggin' Anvil used to work, you know. Yep. At least they worked at it, you know. You but have to. you got to keep in touch. Not. I you, guess you maybe, they made, uh, maybe they made enough money and they're, they're sitting on a gold mine that we don't know of. Who knows? You know, but we spoke with Eric Payone a few weeks ago from uh, Candy Stripe at Death Orgy. And uh, he was talking about Nuclear Assault playing. I'm like, we didn't even know about it. It's like, well, you know, the website used to be run by the record company. It's not anymore. But you know it hasn't been run by the record company in years since you left them? Yeah. Start a MySpace page. Start a Facebook page. A Reverb Nation page. Make a, a band profile page. Keep on it yourself. 
I mean, you know, you if you want people to come out, I mean, this isn't like the 80s where we were so in tune with every show that went on in the neighborhood because we, we we kept in touch with it. Today, you got to reach out a little bit more, and they're not doing that. But hopefully, they'll start getting smarter. And one band that is smart about it is Death Thresh, my good friend Pat Burns' band. Pat's going to be on here in a couple of weeks uh, because the Faces of Death Tape is 25 years old, and they got a great show coming up at the Bowery Electric on March 13th. I know you were there to see Ross the Boss. Yeah, yeah. So... They're going to be playing there, and he'll unveil all the bands that are on that bill that night. So I would love to be there, but I think it's on a Sunday night, and uh, we got the show. So yeah. we'll see what happens. Maybe do a live broadcast. We'll try it out oh, for that a shot. that would be interesting. Let's see if I get my wife to man the switchboard here at home, maybe play some songs in between and, and do something. But I have to work on that. I haven't gotten that far into the advancement of uh, <laughs> the show, but we'll give it a shot. But you don't can't forget do it that from your nice. phone, you know? Yeah, you can. If they can put the switchboard on there, it would be, be very easy, but... Hey, that's life. What are you going to do? Yeah. You know what? We're a music show, so how about some more music? Sure. All right. How about Lamorte off the Metal Massacre record, Fist and Chain? All right.
All right, that's a band that's been around for some time, but I never really got into Lordy. I heard that song a few weeks ago. I was like, well, i got to go check these guys out. Yeah, some of their songs are funny. They're cute. A lot of, yeah. people, a lot of people don't like them. A lot of the blabbermouth crew, crew really badmouth them. But I think they're funny, you know? Yeah, although they... Although they ripped off that down, 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 down. It sounds like I love it louder. One of the Kiss tunes. Yeah, yeah, that's probably why I like it, because I heard it before. Yeah, it has like a Kiss uh, yeah. with the guar type, a Kiss and guar type sound, you know? I hear you there. Funny Speaking stuff. of guar, uh, next week, uh, we get to have a, uh, Bruce Clark Rigor Mortis on. Uh, yeah. One of the other members of Rigor Mortis is in guar, so. Cool. Yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll bring that up. But I never really got into any of those two bands. But I heard this song, uh, you know, um, SOU had it on uh, on one of their shows. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, this is pretty good. Who the hell is this? And I went home and I checked it out. And it wasn't a bad record. So I said, Swedish get that on here. Swedish well, <clears throat> From Sweden or something? I have no clue, to be honest yeah, with you. I just picked up the album and put the song on this week. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? This is heavy metal. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's an anthem, you know? I could have swore he said something about heavy metal mayhem in one of the tunes. No, we have to have him uh, change that. And uh... no, we should use it as a. Well, you could use it. It's your name. That's true, and it's copyrighted now too. That's right. But there's a line in that. I don't know if you have the lyrics to it, but um, I'm going to listen to that song again on the. I'll check it out again later, see if it is, and I'll do something. I have to have the show copyrighted because there's another show called Metal Mayhem here in New York on AM radio. Right, right, right. And it's a show that, that I've never heard of before. Never even knew it was on the air until I started seeing some stuff on Blabbermouth about interviews. Mm. And I didn't even know when it was on. It's actually a, politi- uh, a conservative political station, like an AM radio station. <laughs> it's actually a religious conservative Oh, religious. Station. Okay, I see a lot yeah. of like, political stuff on there. Yeah, a lot of political. And, it's like right wing, you know. Yeah, Christian. and the guy that does the show, his father yeah. owns the station, so. Yeah. <laughs> but you never see the show ever. You never even mention it. If you go to the show's website. Yeah. They never mentioned the show. You're right, you're right, you're it's right. It's never on right. the calendar. They never mentioned it. you told me, I went and looked, and I was like, well, yeah. where is this? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, last, uh, a couple of weeks ago... And that's uh, what I was looking for. I was looking for trying to get a little AM station to get it, you know, Yeah, I'd rather see the internet to do AM. Well, what the hell? You never... You, you, because you on the internet, everybody in the world can hear your show. You go on AM, you can only be heard by the neighborhood that you're broadcasting in. Yeah, but they also do, they also do internet broadcasting. Yeah, I know, but how, how many people actually listen life. to the radio today in their house? Nobody. Yeah. Everybody's sitting on a computer. Yeah, but you can you can get the radio station on the website. So oh, you can I, I send don't that out, you know what I mean? And I know, I know. Like that. I'm just happy here. It's so simple and oh, easy to use this DTR, and five minutes after the show's done, it's a podcast, and people can start downloading oh, yeah. it and streaming can, it. Yeah, it's so right. convenient. His show is Metal Mayhem. We're Heavy Metal Mayhem. That's the right. Heavy Metal Mayhem radio show. But a couple weeks ago, BWBK, I was from one of my shows, they put Metal Mayhem down. So I was like, oh, oh man, they must be getting confused between the two shows. That's when I right. said, you know, i got to do something about that. Good, and good. They corrected it. But you know what? Any promotion is good promotion. So I appreciate BWBK, who every week kind of promotes the show when we have guests Definitely. on. Every week they put something on there. Nice, good brothers. Yeah, and, and the same here on BTR lately. They've given me a lot of push uh, since they uh, featured the show a few weeks ago in their newsletter. So yeah. it all helps out. So not too bad. All right, we got like 10 minutes left. Let me throw out a couple of songs at you. Let me know what you want to hear, and then I'll tell you I don't have it. So we can... Thank you. All right. <laughs> all right. I've been playing a lot of songs that have uh, M in the name, so let's move away from the M's. <laughs> it's like an OCD thing. 
Uh, okay, I got 44 Magnum that has an M in it too, but, but it starts with a 44. Okay, okay. Uh, we got Witchfind, 44 Magnum, Seduce. Uh, I think we played that already. Yeah, we played that. Uh, let me see. I got some Anvil. I got some uh, Abattoir. I don't know. What do you want to hear? Well, just name a band. Let's see if I have something by them. Try, try. Let's go with the Anvil because you don't play a lot of old stuff, and that'd be nice to hear. Uh, I'll tell you what I got. I actually got a few songs. You're in luck today. I have oh. Computer Drone, and that's it. I'm sorry. That was Anvil, bitch. <laughs> so that's the only one I got. I'll take it. All right. Here you go. Anvil, Computer Drone. <laughs>
Lisa Manvlo over there from Middle of the Road. We only got a couple of minutes left in the show here. I'm getting a lot of feedback. Do you hear that? No. Yeah, I can hear a lot of feedback in the in the headset. Everything's repeating to me. It doesn't come through on the air, at least okay. not through the phone. Yeah, I can yeah, hear it. It's pretty, pretty bad. bad. It's like uh, uh, I'm, talking I'm talking and then it's like following me. So, so we're going to get the last song on. on and the show. I want to thank everybody for hanging out and listening today. <laughs> I really fun. do appreciate all these great guests in the chat room and everybody listening outside. Yeah, I want to thank E.K. Rizal and Louis Rowe from Jetboy. Tommy, thank you. All right. How about we close things off with a little Chromax? Yeah. Yeah? I'm sorry for the delay in talking to you. I just can't hear anything. It's really messed up right now. Do it up with some Cro-Mags. All right. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you Thursday for the Metal Matinee at 1 o'clock. The Pleasure and Pain. All right, next Sunday night, Russell Allen of Symphony X oh, and Veronica Freeman of Benedictum. I'll see you guys then. Take care, buddy. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.